Hello, and welcome to this podcast presented by the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. And welcome to this uh, special session of the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs. Uh, my name is Bob Campbell. I'll be your moderator for today. And I was telling our speaker, uh, LeVar Payne, that what we lack in, uh, in uh, numbers, we make up for in quality today. So um, we're uh, really appreciative of those of you who are here. So I think all of you know the, the drill. Uh, if you've been to the Southern Alberta Council on Public Affairs before, uh, we will be uh, having a presentation by our speaker, and then uh, we'll have uh, lunch, and then there'll be time for questions afterwards. Uh, you all know that uh, if you have your cell phone with you, uh, throw it away. No, just turn it off, please. All electronic, just like when you're on the airplane, right? You can turn off all those electronic devices. Um, it's $11 for lunch. The speaker gets, uh, gets a free lunch. It's uh, one of the perks for coming all the way from Medicine Hat today. And uh, so it's someone at the table would take the responsibility to ensure that uh, the numbers add up. If there's a surplus, that's okay. If there's a shortfall, you have to kick it in yourself. So there you go. Now, um, as you know, um, we are a nonprofit organization, and we have memberships. There are memberships available out at the, uh, in the uh, lobby area. And if you want to make a donation, that's fine. Uh, we also want to thank our partners, the University of Lethbridge uh, and uh, uh, County Kitchen Catering for the great lunches, uh, Shaw TV for broadcasting our sessions, and to Lethbridge Herald for, uh, for their uh, assistance in promotion. Uh, as you know, we'll speak, uh, our speaker will speak for about 25 minutes to half an hour, and then we'll have lunch, and then there will be time for questions after that. Now, uh, our speaker today uh, is a Lethbridge native. He grew up uh, here in the city and uh, um, worked here uh, in the banking industry for a few years before moving on to other things, and now, of course, lives in, uh, in, Lethbridge, in Medicine Hat, sorry. Um, he has been uh, in the, uh, involved in politics for a number of years, and presently uh, he was elected to the House of Commons in 2008. Uh, he's been uh, sitting on the Standing Committee on Aboriginal Affairs and Northern Development and also on National Defense. He sits on the Standing Committees on Agriculture and Agri-Food and also Public Safety and National Security. Uh, you can read all the other good stuff about him uh, on the uh, flyer that came out, but he is a, a public servant, and we're grateful that he's here today. And of course, the topic around the proposed boundary changes has uh, raised uh, a lot of interest among many, many uh, people in southern Alberta, and that's why we're surprised at the uh, low turnout today. But in any event, uh, he also has uh, issues with it, and he's going to uh, give us an overview of uh, the proposed changes and concerns that he has. So please join me in welcoming LeVar Payne.
Thank you, Bob, and uh, good afternoon, everyone. Nice, uh, nice crowd. A little small, but that's okay. My last town hall meeting, I, I don't think I had this many people there. And I think that that's probably because they were happy. I'm hoping they were happy. Anyway, uh, I want to thank you all for coming out today. Um, certainly this, uh, this uh, boundaries issue has uh, created quite a stir, I can tell you. Uh, um, there's a number of, of the Alberta MPs who have put in objections, uh, including myself and uh, Jim Hillier. So I will be talking about the distribution, and what I will do is give you a bit of an outline of, of the process some of the history and a number of things like that. So this is basically what I will be talking about here, the, the history, the process, uh, Southeast Alberta boundary, uh, presentations to the Procedure and House Affairs Committee, that's where we file our objection, um, losing and gains, communities of interest, and what's in a name, and certainly working together. So that's, that's sort of the outline of the program. I'm not sure... I will take the full 25 or 30 minutes. Depends on how much talking I do. I, I always like to make it short, succinct, and sweet. So in terms of the history, what's happened is, of course, we have Bill C-20, which is the latest bill uh, that uh, an act to amend the Constitution of 1867 of Confederation, and the Electoral Adjustment Act, and the Canada Elections Act. And that came through on Bill C-20, legislated those changes, and a number of electoral districts within Canada. So we're actually going from 308 constituencies or electoral district associations, as they're now called, uh, to 338. So that means there's 30 additional seats coming to Canada. Six of those in B.C., six in Alberta, 15 in Ontario, and three in Quebec. So this is really done to try and bring effective representation by population. Some of the ridings have quite large populations and so they needed to have better representation in terms of that. And Bill C-20 passed in the House of Commons and the Senate and received royal assent in December of 2011, officially making it law. So, um, the process was the appointment of commissioners. Uh, they're formulating boundaries and certainly public input and then, of course, their report. So what happened there, of course, is the appointment of the commissioners for each province and three in Alberta, the Speaker of the House pursuant to the Electoral Boundaries Act of 1985. So the chair of the commission appointed by the Chief Justice of Alberta is the Honorable Madam Justice Carol uh, Conrad. The other members were Edwin Egerer, a realtor, a former returning officer, uh, Ms. Donna R. Wilson, an election specialist and returning officer in past federal elections. So the commission would sort of follow the principles governing the readjustment of the federal boundaries, electoral boundaries. The Act provides for the division of the province into districts and the description of the boundaries shall proceed on the basis that the population of each district shall as close as possible correspond with the electoral quota for the province. And then also, of course, it says the community of interest and community 
identity. So like communities is the term that they used in their report in or the historical pattern of electoral district of the provinces and, of course, a manageable size in the districts in sparsely populated rural and northern regions. So individuals were given the opportunity to make presentations to the commission. And then the commission writes their report, and then it's published, and then the commission boundaries report is sent to the House of Commons. So when that happens, MPs have 30 days to file an objection. And what happened is in December, just I think the day before the House rose, the report was submitted to the House of Commons, and of course then at that point it kicked in 30 days. So by January 11th, I had to have, uh, all Alberta MPs actually had to put in their objections to the House of Commons. So that went to the Procedures and House Affairs Committee. And as part of that, each objection had to be filed with a form with 10 signatures of fellow MPs uh, to ensure that, that uh, they agreed with, with that process. And also in the objection, you had to write down the reasons you're objecting to the boundaries uh, set by the commission. And they also, at that same time, MPs had an opportunity to change the name of the riding if, if that is uh, what they wanted to do. So that was submitted to the Procedures and House Affairs Committee, and the committee is made up of the major parties. So there's the Conservative Party, the NDP, and the Liberal. So they all have members on, on that committee. At that point in time, we also had the opportunity, the committee sends out a letter to the members who filed objections and asked them that they could come and make a five-minute presentation uh, to those committee members. And then once that committee makes the recommendations, they'll send it back to the commission, and then they'll take that under full consideration. So the current riding boundaries, um, I'll show on the map here just in a minute. You've probably seen it already. Uh, the Commission's proposed riding boundaries and, of course, then the proposed boundary that uh, was submitted by, by myself as part of that Commission. So, I'm just going to take this out of here. In terms of the Medicine Hat riding, of course, uh, it follows the boundary on the north, which is the Red Deer River. goes over to the Saskatchewan border and south all the way to the Montana border. And that is the current riding. It includes uh, the county of Newell, county of Cypress, county of Forty Mile, the MD of Tabor, and all the communities located in those. So that was the that is the current riding. And then, of course, the commission actually sent out two different um, maps to start with. So I only went to the last map because that's the one that... Uh, is of major concern. I'm not sure how much. Okay, so on, on the far map on the right, you can see that, in fact, what happened is, is they've actually gone south of the Red Deer River, and they included a town called Empress. Oh, that was pretty bright in my eyes. Uh, they included a town called Empress, and they moved that into the northern riding, which would be Crowfoot, and that's Kevin Sorensen's. And it didn't make a lot of sense because Empress 
has a, a close relationship with the city of Medicine Hat. People there come to the community. They do the shopping. They're included in the hospitals and the health areas. So it didn't make a lot of sense. So um, that's where uh, they've done. And then, then, of course, the new riding goes all the way south to include the the county of Cards and the county of Warner and all the way over to almost Waterton. And so that is a quite a stretch. And if you look at it, and the population in the new riding is about 103,000, as suggested by the commission. Now, um, no, the normal is uh, 107,000 is where they're trying to, to get to. And, uh, and then, of course, uh, there was a lot of talk. And I, I talked to, I'm sure, hundreds of people right across, across our riding. Uh, in Medicine Hat, in, in Bassano, and uh, Brooks, and all the communities in Tabor, and in every one of those uh, areas. And I didn't find one individual who thought that the boundaries, as suggested by the commission, were appropriate. First of all, uh, if you look at the city of Medicine Hat in the new area, would be slightly over 60% of the population of the new riding. So very heavily uh, related to, obviously, the city of Medicine Hat. And the southern folks, I think, were a bit um, upset about that, maybe not getting quite the representation that they'd want. Anyway, so um, I talked to a lot of people. I worked with a bunch of folks, and we came up with what we suggested is a better proposal, and this is adding the county of Newell, the county of Cyprus, and the county of Forty Mile, but also extend up back up to the Red Deer River to include Empress, and uh, and so I've I've talked with a number of uh, of our MPs on that whole issue. So part of part of this is that um, when I looked at it and worked with some of my. Uh, fellow constituents, that we wanted to use those natural boundaries because that made a lot of sense. You would go from the southern part of the, of the Red Deer River all the way down to those counties that I showed you, the county of Newell, the county of uh, Cyprus, and certainly the county of 40 Mile is part of that. And also extends, of course, to the Saskatchewan border and again so to, to uh, the Montana border. However, of course, through this process, because we have to get down to the 107,000, give or take 5%, uh, we would lose the MD of Tabor, obviously, and all the communities in there, so that Tabor and Vauxhall and Scandia and Rainier and on and on. Um, anyway, in, in, in the county of Newell, um, and the M sorry, and in, in the MD of Tabor, um, you would take those and you have about... 20,000, give or take, uh, 1,000 or two. Um, so the old riding was about 121,000. And so the new proposal does not include the county of Cardston and the county of Warner. So basically we're trading a, a similar population uh, by saying let's include the county of Newell uh, in the new new riding and the county of Cardston, the county of Warner would go into uh, the Bow River riding, and that was um, what Jim Hillier had uh, requested. So, and part of that, of course, is Tabor, and, and I'm sure most of you folks know that Tabor spends a lot of time driving here, doing lots of shopping, a lot of 
community activities going here. Probably part of the Lethbridge Health District. I'm making some assumptions there, but I don't know that for certain. Um, anyway, we've lost through this process some very vibrant communities and and uh, some great uh, people. I've uh, talked with virtually all of the elected officials of of those areas uh, and built over over the last four years some really great relationships and uh, and. So what we're trying to do now is to, to make a bit of a, a tighter-knit community of riding for our riding, which has interest in education, health, and business, and certainly be a much more manageable size for, for the Member of Parliament to, to be able to represent those individuals. So now I just want to touch on like communities. defining communities of interest and how they benefit. While the principle of the Act for the Division of Electoral Districts talks about shall proceed on the basis of population for each electoral district, population parity should not be the sole consideration. One consideration should be the community of interest or community of identity. So the communities of Southeast Alberta have common geography, history, the Badlands, home of the Western Adventure, and some of the most unusual historic and prehistoric art uh, structures. Located, obviously, within the prairies, have a similar climate, dry land and irrigation farming, ranching, oil and gas, um, obviously in, in our areas, a semi-arid uh, desert. The communities of Brooks and Medicine Hat in the county of Newell, Cypress County, county of 40 Mile, have an affinity in Medicine Hat economically, business and industry connections, culturally, health authority responsibilities, jurisdiction, hospitals, schools, divisions, education, with the Medicine Hat College uh, campus, and there's also a Medicine Hat College campus at Brooks. So, and, and Medicine Hat being the major shopping uh, center for, for the district. The communities in the riding propose sharing sport events, such as the Southeast Alberta Summer Games, which were hosted in Brooks, and and also uh, they've done the same thing in Medicine Hat. And so all of those areas come together in, in terms of the sporting activities. So there's historical, per, historical perspective, tourist destinations as part of the Badlands. So what's in a name? Well, I see that Badlands, Canadian Badlands, have actually... They're expanding their area, and it's really what they're trying to do is, is include that area and a number of communities uh, as part of the tourist uh, designation, and it's contained within riding. And certainly some of the Badlands, if you're familiar at all around uh, north of Duchess, and uh, they go right down to the Red Deer River and, and of course, all of the hoodoos. So it's very uh, unique and, and recognized area of Canada. And certainly that Medicine Hat and Brooks are the major centers within the boundaries. And so the change of the name should also include include uh, the cities of Medicine Hat and Brooks. So basically what I've suggested is that they call the riding Badlands Medicine Hat Brooks. And it seemed to have not a bad flow. So 
Um, we we're trying to come up with something. Uh, we could have come up with, I'm sure, many, many different uh, names for it. But I, I thought it was important that, in fact, that we try and make sure that we connect those communities together and, and part of it being a tourist destination. So um, that was a, an important aspect to this whole process. And in, in terms of, um, of, of uh, working together, I've had the opportunity, actually, and I've talked to the media about it, um, that I've worked together with, obviously, members of the community, the mayors, councillors, uh, all across across the, uh, the riding. And I know I've even talked to some of the, the, the councillors and, and mayors in, in uh, Tabor and the MD, and certainly they understand that because of the population issue, there's going to be some adjustments and uh, they would uh, no longer be part of of the uh, the new riding, whether whether we went with the proposed riding that uh, the commission has said, or the proposed riding that I've uh, put forward on behalf of uh, all of our citizens uh, in in those particular counties of Newell, uh, Cypress, and, and Forty Mile. And um, the other thing that uh, we've done is um, I've talked with the the MPs, uh, Jim Hillier, Ted Menzies, and Kevin Sorensen. So all those potential ridings where, where the new proposal might affect those ridings. I've, I've talked to them, we've talked through what the issues are, and, and they have no, no concerns with uh, what we're proposing in terms of our, our riding. And uh, it's, it was an interesting exercise. I was telling the media because um, as a new member of Parliament, and I'm fairly new um, since 08, I've this is the first time that uh, they've had a change in, in the boundaries uh, the last time, I believe, was 10 years ago. And so that was a, a very different process that uh, we went through. The members of Parliament are not supposed to go and make presentations to the Commission, but they have an opportunity to go before the Procedures and House Affairs Committee. Uh, we call that PROC, short. Everything uh, has an acronym back in, in Ottawa. So... Um, Obviously, we stood back, or I, at least I stayed out of it, and uh, I know that members of the communities put forward proposals. And uh, when the opportunity came, um, I, as I said, I sat down again with all of the folks uh, in the riding and, and talked about what we could do, how should we do this, and, and then I put forward the objection. And, and uh, certainly um, part of the objection was, uh, a major part was, communities of interest and like communities and and that was part of the direction that uh, we certainly felt was appropriate because they seemed to fit together quite well because of all of the business activities the economic activities and everything else and then we had an opportunity to put forward um, an in invitation from the uh, proc committee to to make a presentation to them and and put forward our our uh, objections and uh, anything else that we wanted to say. And what um, what happens then, of course, is all of those committee members had an opportunity to ask questions, so they did ask a few questions. Not as many as I thought they were going to. Generally, in, in, uh, in committee work, um, everybody gets basically at least five-minute rounds, so you would have uh, 12 members asking questions, but we actually had... Uh, three members, one from the Conservative Party, uh, one from the NDP, and one from the Liberal Party asked questions 
on on the issues and uh, the concerns that uh, we put forward. So, um, very interesting process. Um, now, from what happens now is that the uh, procedure and House Affairs Committee, our PROC, uh, will do up a report once they've heard all the objections of the, of the, the members of Parliament on their various writings, and uh, then they will do a report. And I was thinking that they might get it done by the end of this month. Uh, I would think very latest, mid, mid-March. And then once that happens, then they'll send that back to the commission and then the commission will make the final decision on the process. Um, anyway, it was... Uh, I was actually very upset with the new boundary, to say the least. Um, and the more I talked to people, I think the more I got upset about it. But um, with the proposal I put forward... Um, my colleagues, uh, Jim and Ted and, and Kevin Sorensen, um, they all agreed, uh, and uh, the PROC didn't uh, come after us too hard. So um, I'm actually quite optimistic that uh, because we have, as members of Parliament, we've agreed on what the new boundary should look like. And um, so I'm quite hopeful that uh, once they make the report that... Um, They'll sort of see it our way and make that recommendation to to the commission, and um, so at that point, uh, I'm not sure there's anything else I can add. I know we'll have questions afterwards, uh, as Bob has indicated, and um, it's been uh, been a very interesting exercise to say the least. And I'm looking forward to your your questions, and um, uh, certainly prepared to talk more about the objection that was filed. And uh, thank you very much for the opportunity to be here. Okay, thank you very much, uh, LeVar. So I'm sure we'll all have uh, lots of questions. And I know we will uh, also uh, question him a bit about what uh, our writing looks like and so on, just to get his take on some of those issues. And so, and I'm sure you'll have interesting conversation at lunch. Now, there's a lot of food today. <laughs> so, uh, enjoy, and uh, we will be back uh, in uh, approximately half an hour. <laughs>